This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. Insurance today comes in many different categories, covering medical, personal, all the way to vehicle and travel. Various companies offering uh, differing plans can also add to the confusion in trying to find one that works for you. Here's where online insurance platforms like Policy Street step in to make things a little easier for the end consumers. Uh, to get the lowdown on what it's all about, I'm here with Winnie Chua, Chief Product Officer and Co-Founder uh, from Policy Street. Good morning, uh, Winnie. Good morning, Frida. Nice to speak to you. Yes, congratulations on being identified in a report by HSBC and KPMG as one of the top 10 emerging giants in Malaysia. Did you know about it? Yes, we did. Um, Very humbling to know that. Um, And it makes us, you know, put our heads down further to really, you know, focus on what we want to bring in in terms of value for our consumers. Yeah. Okay, so emerging, so watch this space, right? But take me back to when you guys uh, started and why you started. Great, great. So uh, I received formal education uh, in actuarial studies. So for those who do not know, actuarial people are hired by insurance companies to calculate risk, to do risk management, to calculate your premiums, you know, whether it's sufficient to actually maintain solvency for the business. Um, you know, halfway through doing my professional papers, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to do actuarial anymore. I wanted to be in the heart of the action. I wanted to know how business works, especially the whole entire value chain. Mm. Uh, then I took a horizontal move from my actuarial role to more of a strategic role for my company, whereby I was tasked to then look after a 1 billion ringgit portfolio of commercial lines business in my former company, Allianz. And uh, I thought that that would be, was the best opportunity for me to actually uh, learn about the business in and out, not just through numbers, but really the sense of insurance business. And uh, that opportunity actually brought me across the globe. You know, I traveled to Australia, UK, even Istanbul to learn about how insurance works in different parts of the market. And I realized that, you know, despite all our cultural differences and, you know, our language, actually insurance um, pain points are the same, you know, surprising, surprising. And I felt that it was opportune time, you know, during 2016 when I was unmarried, you know, I had no much commitments. I can actually uh, branch out to actually run an intratech uh, company myself. And, you know, fate has it that uh, I met two of my co-founders over in event. And then six months later, we decided to, you know what, uh, left our corporate jobs to start Policy Street. So that's pretty much uh, a little bit of a background story about us. And five and a half years later, here we are, you know, running this ship, uh, you know, we have about 70 headcounts right now in our company. We grew from um, from from small to right now, not so small, but still, you know, want to maintain the same startup hustle that we had, that we once have uh, five and a half years ago. You said pain points, right? And you say the pain points are universal. Uh, what are some of the pain points? And then, of course, with pandemic, did the pain points add on? Yeah, yeah. Very, very great, great uh, questions. So pain points such as, you know, insurance is typically a very complicated subject. Mm. It's a piece of promise that you buy from a company or insurance company. um, And they promise you to actually help you in your time of need. It's very different from buying a car. You can touch it, you feel it. But insurance, it's just a paper contract, right? right? And yet it is a serious contract. 
So that's why you have tons and tons of papers, you know, detailing all the terms and conditions and the warranties and so that, you know, there is no uh, dispute, you know, when things, you know, something bad happens. And so because of this convulation of insurance product, right, uh, and a lot of people, they really don't understand what they're buying. Um, and uh, something as easy as a 50 ringgit product can, you know, have like 10, 10 pages worth of terms and conditions. It's really, really funny in that sense. So, you know, what Policy Street really does is we try to demystify some of these jargons, you know, make it very simple and yet not diluting the essence of what the insurance product is all about. And, uh, you know, we do that by education through our simple, simplified language we use on our website and also our, um, our the language that we use for our uh, offline team, when especially when explain uh, certain terms to the, the to end consumers. Mm-hmm. And you brought up a very interesting point about pandemic, right? Yes, in the pandemic, I think there was a study that says all of uh, from from the pandemic started to now, there were about two hundred percent of increase in search online when it comes to insurance, especially in Malay amongst Malaysians. So there is a greater awareness uh, about the needs and the importance of insurance. But the question is whether do they understand? That is also another question mark, right? And uh, honestly, for sure, we are you know one of the few players in the market that is trying to demystify, trying to reduce as much jargon as possible. But I think our job is not completed yet. There are more to be done. And therefore, you know, we are always striving to do our best and improve and so that more Malaysians can be more aware about the benefits of insurance. Right. So, so search, increase in search doesn't necessarily mean conversion, but there are more people who will see its importance, right? Now, you entered into the insurance space. Isn't it already a, a crowded space? Huh? Yeah, you're right. Um, so in Malaysia, there's already, uh, you know, close to 35 to 40 insurance uh, companies and takafu operators there are thousands of agents on ground you know, every day meeting different clients and customers uh, bank insurance partners uh, franchise dealers so i think the channels uh, that is approaching insurance uh, potential prospects are are not far it's not far and few however however having said that i think uh, there is a niche for us to play right the um, the young the emerging affluent the digital economies the underprivileged are very much underserved by the current existing channels. And that's where we want to actually double down on our efforts when it comes to, you know, building products that suits these market segments uh, to even creating products that are bilingual or trilingual so that it actually addresses and, you know, provide accessibility to the markets that we serve. So yes, to answer your questions, it is crowded because it is already an age-old industry. It existed 100 years ago. But it is going through a, a wave of disruption at this point in time. It's because you know, more and more people are becoming more um, aware and also are demanding a certain personalized uh, insurance experience, just like how you find personalized experience through your uh, through Spotify or you know, buying e-commerce products. You know? And the same thing is also expected out of insurance to be faster, to be more transparent, to be more competitive, to be more value for money. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you would say your, your target audience is definitely the, the younger set of people. I would say, yeah, younger, emerging, inf- uh, affluent, digital economy. So we have actually a lot of clients that are from the gig economy segment. So a uh, very public announced uh, yeah, news lately was, you know, we partnered with Food Panda for four years now. So all their gig insurance are actually distributed by us. 
And uh, we are uh, slowly but surely, you know, encroaching in all the other areas of the ecosystem whereby we provide even fire insurance to their merchants. You know, you know Foodpanda has about 11,000 merchants out there. You know, those are the restaurants or um companies or stores that are in need of insurance. They, they are not traditionally the, the target segments for usual channels because you know they are in the suburban markets, they are smaller in size, but they they are as you know as need they do need insurance as much as you know the, the traditional market. So you know we want to go down and double down on that. Yeah. Right. So interesting the, the your channels, the distribution yeah. is the the interesting element, right? Because they probably won't think of let me go to a bank, let me go and get insurance for my business. But if you, you there are partners that they work with, like the, the food pandas of the world, right? And then they say that we also offer this and it makes sense huh, for my drivers to get it. But when you look at also um the statistics of insurance, right? Do you know what the statistics are like for Malaysia? And I guess you also put that into, you know, life and non-life insurance, but just a, a general uh, understanding. Right, right. So for life insurance, the penetration rate has not increased uh, over the past few years. You know, despite efforts of uh, Benegara, you know, uh, encouraging insurance companies, life companies to create direct products uh, to uh, encourage take up. Uh, even penetration rate for general insurance is hovering around 5%, if I'm not mistaken, of GDP. So I think there is a huge amount of opportunity and it, it clearly shows that the current channels, despite it being so-called crowded, is not actually serving the wider need. So uh, for us, uh, yes, you know, the, the idea of insurance and digital, uh, you know, insurance di- distributed di- digitally is a very nice and ideal world. But I also have to, you know, point it out to your listeners that, you know, we don't do it purely online. You know, we still have a bit of a human touch at the end of our transaction. Uh, you know, on our platform, policysheet.com, you can actually browse through pretty simply, you know, get your, the, the product that you want. But if you are stuck, if you need any assistance, there is a WhatsApp channel you can actually reach out to to be able to obtain uh, advice, mm. to be able to get the assurance and trust that you know this platform is legit and you can actually um, you know, continue uh, completing your transaction through there. So at the end of the day, right, I, I do not see a world that you know digital is going to be the win all in all areas. Right. But how do you actually marry the power of offline, the power of ecosystem building, and also using digital tools to streamline processes. I think that would be the winner for the next uh, industry wave, uh, if you may. And I also like to add on for your listeners is that uh, we are we have also moved not just becoming just a distributor or just a financial advisor or online platform. We are right now a reinsurance company. Uh, you know. To, to, to try to demystify the jargon a little bit, reinsurance companies are insurance companies or insurance companies. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about your role as a reinsurance company right after this. I'm here with Winnie Chua from Policy Street. Stay tuned to Open for Business, BFM 89.9. Behind Famous Men, BFM 89.9. The Business Station. Good 
morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. If you've just joined us, Winnie Chua, Chief Product Officer and Co-Founder from Policy Street. They have been identified in a report by HSBC and KPMG as one of the top 10 emerging giants in Malaysia. So I had to speak to one of the giants. Um, you know, you were just saying that your role has also earlier on, right, about reinsurance. And of course, you explained a little bit about what a reinsurance company is. But I mean, why, why have you, you know, involved into that space as well? Yeah, great question. I um, So the reinsurance uh, role uh, in the traditional insurance setting is that you then insure insurance companies. Mm. You then take on risk from insurance companies. And in the competitive advantage of a reinsurer is that you are very much geographical agnostic. You can pretty much operate in all different parts of the world. And for us, we had the honor and privilege to be given a license by the Labuan uh, Financial Services Authority. Uh, it is an offshore company out of uh, the Labuan, uh, mm-hmm. Labuan Island. And uh, we are able to actually curate and develop products from the Labuan arm. And then we can actually partner with selected key partners to then distribute our products to the market. And to us, it is a competitive advantage because in the past, when we are just merely a distributor, we are working with seeders. We are working with 40 over different insurance companies and Takaful operators. But naturally, the underwriting terms and conditions belongs to them. You know, even the premiums are actually set by them. But as a reinsurance company, we can further... Um, you know, carry out our mandate of becoming a full-fledged insurance company whereby we can now underwrite our products. We can actually also insure the things that traditionally was not insurable in the past because of, you know, business considerations, because the market was not fitting enough, because, uh, you know, it, it requires technology to actually carry out the insurance. So from that position, we believe that, you know, our our advantage is no longer just becoming just merely a distributor, but becoming a full-fledged insurtech, uh, full-stack player uh, in the future. Yeah. Incidentally, you're, you're the co-founders. Uh, you're an actual scientist. What do they come from? Also similar? Yeah, so my uh, co-founders come from banking. One of them, Yan Ming, uh, he has 20 years of experience in different multinationals. He has uh, consulting consulting background, marketing background. Uh, my other co-founder, Wilson, he has investment banking experience. They are, um, you know, very much, uh, you know, banking professionals that saw a opportunity to disrupt insurance. Mm-hmm. And together with me, you know, with the product knowledge and industry expertise, you know, we came out together to run Policy Street. And I think our skill sets also is very complementary, if I may add, my, my act, right? Um, you know, Wilson is a very much a relationship building kind of person he's a commercial guy you know he he just goes along well with people uh Yan Ning, he is a strategic guy you know he thinks five steps ten steps ahead and i'm the one that always tries to like okay you know what let's be more pragmatic let's slow down let's think about it on the overall yes let's think about it on an overall perspective you know let's weigh the roi and whatnot i think that comes from my background being a very much a actuarial trained person but along the years, right, I, I felt that I have kind of lost and I have to unlearn a lot of my actuarial skill sets uh, or, you know, preconceived notion of how insurance works. And now really, really going to the forefront of becoming a risk taker, a risk aggressor, if you will. And I think that evolution in me, in my own professional career has been very rewarding. 
Okay. All right. So now, now I'm more of a risk taker, right? And and you know, one of the things that you also like don't call yourself. I mean, it's not insurance policies that you're selling, but insurance products. Is there a reason behind that, or is it you know makes it more approachable for people? Yeah, definitely. I think for us, you know, products are universal in in um, nature, right? So Spotify is a product. Even Grab is a product. Say Lazada, Shopee, they are all products of different categories, uh, but striving to actually give value for the end consumers. Mm. And I think that, uh, yes, by changing the name, it's really to help reframe our end consumers to think that insurance is not such a scary thing. Mm. You know, it is something that is needed. And uh, in fact, I think one of my personal mandate of uh, coming out to do to run policy street is I often see insurance to be a very misunderstood industry. Mm. Um, you know, often at times talents don't see insurance as a very rewarding industry to work in. Uh, customers will think, I, I need to think about insurance when I have issues. Lah. Or when things go wrong, then I think about insurance. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I don't really think about insurance because, you know, it is not in our human nature to think about something that, that's going to happen to us, right? So I think by reframing that, it really helps to lessen or rather... Uh, make things more palatable for the end consumers to to understand and of course uh, to reduce any fear of actually buying insurance from online yeah for any of our channels that we operate in so so from what you've been telling me as well right basically your ecosystem is b to b to c Right. I mean, from what you're working with different parties and reinsurance, working with the people like, like Food Panda as well. OK, let's talk about expansion plans. Um, will you be looking beyond Malaysia? Are you beyond Malaysia already? Yes, uh, we are actually in Malaysia predominantly, but our presence also uh, expanded to Singapore. We have uh, an entity in Australia and soon in Indonesia. I think uh, these are all very strategic you know, markets to be in Singapore being, a, it is also a financial hub in, in Southeast Asia. Uh, Australia is because, you know, I, I used to study in Australia. I see uh, immense potential in it. And my, one of my co-founders is also a permanent resident there. And uh, in, in Indonesia, of course, it is a country with what, 270 million population. It fetches a premium in valuation, of course. I have to say that out loud. But you know what? I, I think the way we also want to see our markets is really how we can also partner up with very strategic regional partners to go to market too. We do not want to fall into the trap of opening branches and setting up uh, you know, offices and then burning money and then no traction. We want to be able to uh, work with selected regional partners with regional presence. Uh, and but as they grow, as they you know open branches, that's how we can grow with them. And that is also the unique advantage of us becoming a reinsurance company, right? We can operate in any parts of the world. We can uh, underwrite risk. And we can also enjoy the diversification benefit from operating in different regions as well. Um, so yeah, look out for um, you know some of our exciting plans, which we will announce in due time. In due time, uh, is this uh, 2022 or 2023? Yes, uh, in 2020, end of 2022, we hope to be able to set up shops in, uh, in Indonesia already. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's really very exciting for us because um, I think a lot of people often misunderstood Malaysia to be the, I guess, the 
anak tiri uh, of, mm. of uh, tech companies. You know, everyone likes to go to Singapore and Indonesia because it is very deemed as very attractive. Right. But a lot of times, right, Malaysian tech companies are often, mis- you know, like the second anak tiri right? Because we are uh, smaller in population size and whatnot. But I think with this um, insurance insure tech company that we are building in, right? we see that we have so much to offer as Malaysian startups. First of all, we are living in a multi-ethnic, multi-racial country, right? From day one, we need to be agile. We need to know that um, not all products are suitable for everyone. It's not a one-size-fits-all. We have different intricacies that we need to think about. And that actually gives us a very good competitive advantage as we go overseas to, you know, uh, sell products to Singaporeans, to Indonesians, to Vietnamese, to Thai, because we already have this multi-ethnic, multicultural mandate in, you know, from young, right? You know, so therefore, you know, I find exactly. And so that's why, you know, I think that, you know, despite what they say about Malaysian startups, you know, having been an underdog on the Anak TV and whatnot, I think we have a lot to prove, especially when we stamp our mark in the regional landscape. Yeah. All right. So uh, waiting for this emerging giant, right, to, to uh, and of course, congratulations again. And, and thanks for speaking to us. Uh, Winnie Chua, Chief Product Officer and Co-Founder from Policy Street. You've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.